You're listening to the My Three Picks podcast. I'm your host, Mark Ages. On each episode, we'll be talking to guests who will be sharing three of their favorite pictures with us and telling us the stories behind them. We'll hear about how they took them, if they took them, and the details behind those pictures and why they're so meaningful. So sit back, enjoy, and let's get on to the podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode one of the My Three Picks podcast. I want to start this podcast with a confession. I don't know if it's a good idea. I guess it's, it's okay to start a new podcast with a confession, right? So initially, when I thought about doing this podcast, I thought about just interviewing photographers, about three images that they had taken that they felt really defined them as a photographer. So they could talk about things like the composition, the location, subjects, the camera settings, etc. But then I thought, why limit it just to photographers? I'm keeping my I'm keeping my pool pretty small if I do that. Everybody's got images that they treasure and store away somewhere, never to be thrown out in a in a shoebox somewhere hidden in a in a uh, closet. So with that, we're going to be interviewing more than just photographers on this show. So that said, for episode one, we actually do have a professional photographer, however. So I'm excited to welcome Megan Wozniak as my first guest for the podcast. So I met uh, Megan only recently, but I've long been an admirer of her work. She's based in Calgary, Alberta, and her photographer includes a wide body uh, of stuff from detailed beauty work to fashion, portraits, all the way to some amazing commercial work. Megan also works uh, in digital, well, she works in digital and film, and she does some incredible retouching as well. So I'm really pleased that she's kicking things off and is going to tell us the story behind her three picks. Just so you know, uh, as always with this podcast, the three images that Megan and I will be discussing will be shown on my website under a link to the podcast. So you can look at those images as we're listening to the podcast and hear the details of why Megan chose those three picks. So I hope you enjoy it, and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you download your podcast from, and to follow me on Instagram for updates on guests and other good stuff. So let's get on to it. Okay, Megan, hi. Thanks for, thanks for kicking this podcast off. It's great Thank to talk to you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. So before we get into your three picks, the picks that you've chosen... Yep. Let's 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 talk about you. Let's give people a little bit of background about you. So, I mean, you know, the question I would ask everybody is, how did what got you interested in photography in the first place? Yeah. So for me, um, I feel like it was kind of just like a domino effect because, like, in my childhood, um, my sister did photography for a while there, and uh, I don't remember how exactly she got her camera, but she took it up for a little bit, and I was kind of always interested in how she was taking photos you know everybody when they start she would just take photos of like flowers and insects and stuff like that so yeah she kind of gave up after a while and gave me her camera okay and then I kind of followed in her steps was she just doing it kind of as a hobby or yeah like so my parents were from uh Victoria Mm -hmm. so we would always go home in the summer over to BC and uh one of I remember for some reason this memory just sticks with me we were 
Have you ever heard of Butchart Gardens? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fam- yeah. Famous, famous Butchart yeah. Gardens. Yeah, so we went to Butchart Gardens um, while we were visiting because we have grandparents there. And yeah, I remember her just taking a ton of photos of flowers and stuff like that. And I asked her if I could try. Okay. That's kind of where I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. And I was probably like, I don't know, 11 or 12. And then, uh, yeah, when she kind of gave up with it, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to take your camera. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm the youngest. So I'm kind of used to like, you know, I'm bored with this. Like you can have it, that kind of thing, like hand-me-downs. Right. So I was like, I'm okay with that. Like, I'll give it a try. Okay. Okay. Um, And that was kind of, you know, I had like a year or two where that's all I did. I would just take photos of flowers and then that was kind of it. Mm -hmm. And then um, it wasn't until I turned about like 17 or 18 where I actually like wanted to start trying to photograph people. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the time it kind of scared me (laughs) because Mm -hmm. I had only ever taken like landscape and stuff like that and obviously I didn't know what I was doing yeah um I was not by any means still not a technical photographer by any means I'm not someone that uh you know I couldn't look at a photo and be like oh that was f11 you know what I mean right um so it was scary because I was like I'm not sure how to even do this but yeah yeah 17 or 18 I started taking very weird uh photo shoots with friends okay (laughs) Well, yeah, because because when you, you sent me you sent me an intro and it kind of said you know I'm I'm self taught uh, I'm a self taught I'm a self taught uh, beauty photographer and I'm, I'm a self taught retoucher so yeah. clear you know I guess from from what you're saying that's kind of where you cut your stripes as it were and learn your learn yeah. learn your trade right on on those unsuspecting bees and flowers in the butcher garden <laughs> exactly that's where it all started <laughs> yeah I mean when you you know you mentioned turning 17 or 18 and, and kind of getting interested in taking pictures of people was there was there anything or you know event or image you saw or thing you were involved in at that time that said like hey I, I think I'm going to try this now yeah so the one thing that always comes to my mind because in the grand scheme of things I think it was a combination of everything but some of the memories that uh specifically come to my mind is um mostly just like makeup campaigns like you know in uh vogue and stuff like that they always have those advertisements with like mascara and stuff like that yeah um i always saw stuff like that and thought it was super cool and when i got more into photography there's actually um her name is jamie nelson okay um she's a pretty popular like beauty photographer in la and I can't remember, it was like a Christmas campaign or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw her work in a magazine. And mm-hmm. so I started looking up like more of her stuff and seeing like, well, what does she actually, um, what does her work look like and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and through that, I kind of found a bunch of different photos that she had done. And at the time they were like pretty conceptual. <laughs> and so I remember literally taking, there was a photo um that she has it's pretty popular it's like this girl holding a shoe or like a heel okay and she's like holding it up to her ear as if she's like talking on it right and like obviously now that's kind of like what the heck is that but at the time I was like this is the coolest thing I've ever seen (laughs) and I actually did a photo shoot with a friend of mine I didn't have a studio we just did it outside and I was like take this photo with your Your shoe yeah yeah so I tried to replicate that and obviously it was not the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And I was still like, oh, I wonder like how she did that. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, but I always think back to that because she's one of she was probably the first one that like really got me more interested in trying to do stuff like that. And granted, her work is a little more um, on the conceptual side. Like she does a lot of really cool like themed concepts and like different things like that. But mm-hmm. she does a lot of uh, beauty photography as well. And okay. I think she was kind of the first person where I was like huh, I think that would be so cool. Yeah. Didn't know how, it wasn't honestly until about four or five years ago that I like got into like studio stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at the time I was like, I think this is so cool. Yeah. You know, we'll see what happens kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, even even your, your description of, of your initial kind of attraction to photography, I mean, it sounds the conceptual bit of that of that photography you're mentioning, um, you know, it's not, it's, it's art, right? Like, yeah. yeah. So do you still, this may be a controversial question for some photographers, (laughs) but like, (laughs) do you, do you feel that your photography or just photography in general is art? I mean, yeah, I guess it is. Mm. I mean, I think any form of photography is art. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think I lean a little more towards commercial than yep. anything else, Yeah, which I like. I'm not, um, at least with photography anyway, like ask me any questions about humanity and stuff. I can get like philosophical, whatever. But right. if it comes to photography, I'm not really someone that's conceptual. Yeah. There's some really amazing like conceptual artists out there who create like basically like works of art. Right. I'm not saying that, you know, my photography isn't, but I definitely mm-hmm. think there's a slightly more commercial side to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of where, at least lately anyway, I feel like a lot of people feel like it hasn't really turned into art because when they're doing photography, it's usually a paid service for someone. Right. Well, you lose that sort of creativity. Yeah, and I mean that's a nice segue actually into my uh, my next question, which is kind of mo- <clears throat> excuse me, moving from like photography as a hobby to photography photography as work. The kind of nature of it changes, yeah. I think, a little bit. Um, certainly, certainly in my experience, it changes. So, do you do you feel that way as well? Like there's a there's a shift when you kind of go from that conceptual art as or, or sorry, photography as art and beauty to photography as commercial and Yeah, I mean, I think there is a little bit of a shift. I think um, I'm very lucky that I do, most of my clients let me have creative freedom with a lot of stuff that I do. Yeah. So, especially with beauty photography, because most of my focus is usually on like the makeup and stuff like that. Yeah. So I find that nice because in that way I can still be creative, but also make money. <laughs> yeah, right. And that was kind of always my thing, especially uh, my mom has always said like, she doesn't care what I do, but she does want me to make money type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So I definitely think, you know, I kind of found a way to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. Really nice. Yeah. Well, and, and your stuff is, is beautiful too. So you're yeah. clearly, clearly onto something. Yeah. <laughs> um, talk to me just a little bit about current kind of goals. Would you say as a photographer right now, like, what are you thinking? Um, you know, it's so funny because literally right before I logged on here, I was yeah. kind of like in this weird mood of just like 
well, what's, what am I going to do next? Like just kind of feeling kind of bored. Um, but I actually just the other day was talking to, um, or not talking, I was uh, reading about how to turn your film camera into like a flash. So, because the thing, like, I love film. Yeah. It's like if, like, you know, there's like two or three different areas of photography that I really love. Mm-hmm. Obviously, one of them is beauty. Yeah. Um, and then I love like product photography as well. And then my third is film photography. But um, I've kind of learned that I don't have the patience to, uh, to do film, um, especially because a lot of the times it's so unpredictable. And like, it's funny because I started out doing natural light um, and I've basically just kind of segued into studio. And ever since then, if I'm shooting with natural light, I'm just like, this is so painful. I can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So anytime I shoot film, it's usually uh, natural light, but it almost frustrates me because I find, you know, it never turns out how I want it to. But yeah, I just recently the other day took a class. Um, it was only like a three hour like video, one of those like courses online. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I figured out you can turn, you can use the your studio strobes with your film camera, hmm. which I had no idea was a thing. Super cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's kind of my next goal is mm-hmm. uh, I kind of want to learn that because I think just having that added aspect of control and not being limited to like natural light because you know yeah. it's dark at like 4 p.m here so True. i'm excited to kind of play around with that i think um I'm, there's always going to be something that i'm going to want to learn right in right. terms of photography yeah yeah and there's so many great resources too like online yeah, through exactly. youtube and it's just so great right now like so many people are uploading things it's yeah. like insane like when i was teaching myself like even three years ago i didn't have nearly as many options <laughs> yeah yeah and it can be actually soul destroying at times to, to like see the nature <laughs> of kind of what you do and as an artist you know comparing yourself to others but let's not go down that rabbit hole yeah <laughs> why, why don't we get into your three picks right now so yeah. so for those who are following all, along online um we're looking at image one so tell us a little bit about this one yeah so pretty much every image that i picked i'm looking at it myself too um Everyone that I picked, basically, uh, I feel like has a fairly significant uh, place in like my learning as a photographer. Okay. They're all like fairly recent, but I think each one was a different moment where I feel like I really learned something. Okay. Um, So this first one is a shot that I did in LA. Um, And I think for me, the biggest lesson in terms of this photo and the reason I picked it is just because... I did not think it was possible for me to just, you know, hop on a plane and mm-hmm. go to LA and take photos like this. And we actually did this, um, in the Airbnb. Okay. And yeah, I think there's a photo of me actually, cause the Airbnb, it had like the whole entire wall was basically a window. Okay. Um, so it was super gorgeous. Um, I did, I used an umbrella for this, mm-hmm. which I never, I, don't use umbrellas anymore but at the time that's what I had so I just used that and I think for me it was just a learning curve it was kind of cool to combine a bit of that natural light like ambient light plus the studio strobes right and yeah I think it was just really interesting for me to uh 
I feel like for me, it kind of solidified like that this is what I want to do. Yeah. Was that some time ago or was that recently or? That was, uh, I think that was about a year ago. It was in February. Okay. Yeah. So about a year ago-ish. And so, so at this point, would you, were you considering yourself like a a professional photographer or were you still kind of, I'm I'm just, I like doing this. I'm going to try this out a little bit. I think, yeah, like the the third photo is probably where I was still kind of in that transition. Okay. But I would say probably about a year and a half ago, I think around a year and a half ago, I really started like actually making money with it and actually kind of feeling like I could do something with it. Right. Um, Yeah. I feel like a year and a half ago is kind of when in tandem with um, photography, I was kind of also finally learning the way of how I wanted to retouch. Right. So I think those two things combined made me realize like, okay, this is my style. This is how I'm going to retouch. This is what I want to do. And around that point, I was like, okay, my work is fairly consistent every time. Cause you know, when you're learning something, sometimes mm-hmm. something turns out great. And then other times it turns out, or at least in your opinion, anyway, you feel like it turns out horrible. And so I think around that point in this first photo is where I was kind of like, okay, I'm super happy with my work. I feel like it's consistent. Like I could do like five or six shoots and, and I feel like they look roughly the same in terms of retouching and lighting and stuff like that. Right. So yeah, around this time, even though I still feel weird now calling myself like a professional or anything, um, mm-hmm. I would say probably, yeah. Yeah. Like around that time, I feel like it was finally like, okay. I think yeah. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. And so for this this image specifically, it looks like you have a one light setup in this one. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And you obviously had some, you were working with some people down there too, I imagine, yes. right? Yeah. Um, how did you get in touch with those folks? Mostly through Instagram. Honestly, yeah. like the majority of the stuff that I do is usually through Instagram. Um, I'm part of a few Facebook groups too. Okay. That I just randomly happened to like research um and yeah I think this one Vanessa her name is uh the makeup artist that we teamed up with and I believe I contacted her through Facebook yeah okay um but it was really cool because like basically just post hey I'm here at this time anyone interested and uh it worked out really nice and then for the model ended up just reaching out to the agencies um I remember sending like, I don't know, 10 or 20 emails to a bunch of random agencies in LA and just saying like, Hey, I'm Megan. And I would include photos of my work and just say that like, I wanted to test with some of their models and uh, the few people that did get back to me, it was really nice. They sent me lots of options. So it was really cool. It was a learning experience because I wasn't sure. It just seemed so unreachable, I guess. I was like, no way they'll reply to me, but right. Yeah. So did, how did that feel when they did reply to you and you were like, oh man, this is happening? It felt really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was, I did feel like slightly nervous that, um, you know, I wanted to obviously do a good job. So, sure. but it worked out. That's um, great. Yeah. I was super happy. I was actually quite surprised. I had a few more people reply than I thought. Um, and so at that point I was like, oh, now I have to pick and choose. And <laughs> but it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a great image. Okay, so image two, why did you choose this one? Okay, so 
Um, I picked this one. Uh, this one was back in August, so it wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I picked it was because at this point, um, I was kind of playing around with different styles because I feel like at this point, you know, I feel consistent. I feel like I know what I'm doing, but I think I was just getting bored (laughs) and I wanted to challenge myself to try and do something that was a little bit different, but was still really fun and, you know, was in the realm of beauty photography. Right. So I was really happy with this one. It was just something where I was like, I don't know, let me just play around. And I think for me, um, because at this point now I've been pretty much working, doing beauty photography for like about a year. And like, I know that doesn't seem long, but I think it's easy to just get caught up in like the repetitiveness of just doing work every day, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I think for me, this one just kind of signals like, having fun with your work and like realizing that like it is not as mundane as you think it is and like sure yeah I think this one it took me a little bit longer because I just didn't really know what I wanted to do but I knew I wanted to do something different and I think the process of me actually editing this photo was way more fun than you know what I was expecting it to be and I think that's it just just brought back a lot more of the like fun. Yeah. Thing. Like some of the creativity. Yeah. 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 So let's get into, let's kind of get into the nitty gritty yeah, of this exactly. one. So like, yeah. um, what are you using to adjust your images here? I Photoshop, I imagine. Yeah. And again, like a one light setup or. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Cause this one I was in, um, Vancouver. Okay. I almost never use more than one light. Yeah. I am such a, like, I'm such a simple person. I would so much rather just have one light and not have to worry about the positioning of like 12 different lights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this one, um, I just did, yeah, one light, which was slightly higher than her. Okay. And literally just directly in front of her. Okay. And it worked out perfectly. Yeah, no, it's a gorgeous shot. Of course it is beauty photography. So you're obviously focusing on the makeup and stuff, but um, do you have, do you provide input to your makeup artist about what you want in the shoot? I like to give people creative freedom usually Mm -hmm. because not a lot of people do that. And I think it's silly because sometimes like, especially in this shoot, um, I was working with a, a hairstylist. Okay. And, um, she did some hairstyles that like I never ever would have done or never would have thought to do. So like, for example, in one photo that we did when I was working with her, she like slicked somebody's hair back. And I'm usually someone where I'm like, I love to have their hair kind of messy and like in their face. So I think it's kind of nice when you're working with other people to kind of let them have free reign, but like also if they want input, be there to give input. Mm-hmm. Usually kind of like, you know, do your thing, like, you know, let me know what you're doing if you want any feedback or anything. Or if I have ideas, I'll be like, I'm thinking something like this. What do you think? And then we kind of play off of each other. So it's nice because I sometimes get like if I'm working with a makeup artist, I'll get a variety of looks that maybe I wouldn't have thought to do. Yeah. Model because everybody has a different idea, right? Right. I might look at a model and think, like, oh, wow, like a pink lip would look gorgeous. And then 
somebody else might look at her and think like, no, I think a smoky eye would look great. Right. So it's kind of nice because, you know, things that I would never think of. Yeah. And I've done that before where I'll work with models and we'll do one look and I love it. And then I'll see them at a shoot like a few days later and they have like a completely different vibe. And I'm like, oh my God, that's like, I never would have thought to do that with them. That's so yeah. cool. In terms of working with clients on beauty, beauty shoots, yeah. It, do you kind of follow their lead in terms of what they are looking for? Or do you think that they look to you uh, for the kind of direction it's going to go? I feel like it's a bit of both. Like okay. some clients, they have specific shots or specific, you know, like outcomes that they want. Yeah. So that's always good to keep in mind, obviously, especially if it's like a paid project. And then mm-hmm. You know, I like to keep that in mind while I'm working, but most of the time I find a lot of people are kind of like, well, this is what you do. So, you know, you know what you're doing. So let's just, you have free reign, whatever you think looks best, but I need, you know, X, Y, Z. It's like, as long as you've gotten, you know, their list of images or whatever the case is, then you're pretty much free to play around, which is pretty nice. Like, Like I'm really lucky to get clients that that will let me play around and even clients where you know they have specific things that they want I've never not felt like I can you know have any input or anything like that you know yeah yeah well I liked I liked how you described kind of the uh decomplexifying photography because I I feel the same way I feel like you know, I, again, I'll look at somebody else's setup or I'll see images of a studio and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I don't have that. Like I'll never produce good stuff and it can be very demoralizing. So it's, it's really nice to see images like that are of such great quality that have like a, just a nice simple one light setup, you know, is that something that kind of attracts you about beauty photography specifically? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think mostly because I'm self-taught and I, I love the look of strobes as well. Mm-hmm. I think I just, I don't know, like my approach with pretty much everything in life is to just make it as simple as possible. <laughs> and like, I just like don't really understand photographers that feel the need to have 20 yeah. different things, you know, I think, and you know, this might sound controversial, but I think if you're good at what you do, you can make it work. Right. And I don't think... I don't know. I guess I'm just like, I've gone through that period of time where I'm like, I'm in school. The last thing I want to do is go and drop like two grand on like a lighting setup. Sure. Super professional photographer or whatever that I see online is using like half the time. Like you can do that without all of the bells and whistles. And I I don't know. No. Well, I I mean, I, I I agree with you. And I, I think your, your work is like a, a perfect example of that. Um, and you know, we always welcome controversy in the, my three picks podcast. So a little controversy is okay. Let's, let's talk about your third pick, which is, which is beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you choose this one? So this one, it's a little bit older. Um, I want to say like maybe two years. I'm probably completely wrong. I'm not sure, but (laughs) it's a little bit older for sure. Um, Myself anyway, I think because now that I've like, I've kind of trained my eye to look for things like that. For me, this image, so it's funny because when I shot it, um, I wanted to try something different with the makeup, but um, I wasn't super happy with 
how it kind of turned out, but I was like, whatever, let's just shoot it anyway. Like, yeah. I'll just catch it basically. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, uh, I was like, I don't know. We'll see if it turns out. And I actually wasn't going to post it. I was like, you know, what? I really don't like this. I'm not going to do it. But it actually um, got reposted on a brand's uh, Instagram. That made me realize, like, the things that I'm looking at that I might not like about my work, nobody else is going to even notice. So the biggest thing for me with the image was, like, I wasn't super happy in terms of the retouching. I was still kind of, like, learning how to retouch and, like, learning where that line is of, like, what I want it to look like versus, like maybe this is too much, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think it's a really good example of like, not to be too hard on yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, fair, <laughs> good. I, I definitely, I think, spend way too much time uh, criticizing my work and then thinking later, like, why did I do that? That was so dumb. Like, And I think great example too, because it got reposted, I was like, huh, sure. I would have looked at that photo and thought like, I absolutely hate this. But yeah. to see... Yeah other people supporting it and like actually like really enjoying it made me realize that like we really are yeah. our worst critic totally. and I need to like, <laughs> yeah. What about just, I mean, you've given us like an amazing overview and I mean, I know, I know you have so much more photography cause I've looked, I've been a long time admirer. So like, I know <laughs> you do, I know you do. Um, like obviously you've given us three kind of beauty images, which are great. Do you have any advice for people starting out? Yeah. Um, I think for me, I would probably say, and I know this is so much easier said than done, so this could be not (laughs) helpful at all, but. Is this controversial? (laughs) No, I don't think it's controversial. (laughs) I think it's just like a matter of knowing, I guess, kind of what you're interested in. Like, for example, for myself, when I first started out, I knew there was certain areas that I loved. But I think for me, what motivated me the most was picking one area and just focusing on that. And now that I feel like I've gotten it where I want it to be, I'm starting to explore other areas, right? Okay. Um, So for me, when I was starting out, obviously that was beauty photography. I knew I wanted to do it. I just didn't know how. I just kind of stuck with it. And I did that until... I was happy with it. And now that I'm happy with it, I'm starting to explore like fashion and film Mm -hmm. different areas. Um, Mm -hmm. I think when you're starting out, it's easy to get overwhelmed by the different like genres of photography. So I would say explore all of them. These are kind of two very contrasting opinions, (laughs) but I would say you're very, very new. Explore all of them. Try doing a photo shoot where it's just flowers. Try doing a photo shoot where it's just landscape. You know what I mean? Make a mood board and go with your gut. And if you feel like, wow, I really do enjoy landscape, keep at it. Like Mm -hmm. set aside like one hour a week where you do a landscape or like a drive to the mountains. Stuff like that. Like I think it's very easy to get overwhelmed and try to do it all. But I would say... Have a sample of a couple different genres that you like. When you're when you find something that kind of sticks, something that like you're really happy with, just continue with it. Research right. it. Look up videos. Look up yeah. tutorials. Find inspiration, and you know, try and 
do a similar photograph or something like that, you know? Yeah. I think it's just so easy to get overwhelmed. And I know that I was, had no idea when I started what direction I wanted to go. Yeah. And I think once I finally like settled on one and just kind of focused on how to make that genre, my favorite and my best or whatever, Yeah. then I kind of really got more motivated to keep with it. Yeah. So tell people what's coming up next for you. What's, what's on your radar? What do you have? What can you tell us about anything? I'm hoping to start teaching. Okay. Be super exciting. Obviously with COVID 2020 kind of threw a wrench into everything, but that's my, I think that's my next goal is to start teaching and um, refine my beauty photography even more if that's yeah. possible. <laughs> no, t- I mean, yeah, I guess it, it, it is possible. I mean, yeah. in small increments for, for sure. Yeah. So speaking of that, if people wanted to see your stuff, um, what, or talk to you even, what's the best way, what's the best way for them to do that? And we'll, we'll put all this in the notes to the podcast too. Yeah. Um, my Instagram handle is Megan Wozniak with two A's. Okay. Um, I'm not even going to try and spell it. No, we'll put it in the podcast. We'll put <laughs> yeah, it in the notes. The notes. Yeah. Um, I do have Twitter, same name, just my name. Um, Facebook, just my name. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll, we'll put it, we'll same put name. it, we'll put it all there and, um, yeah. and people can get in touch you. And I definitely encourage people to reach out to Megan um, to talk to her, A, to hire her and then B, <laughs> to, B to uh, look at her amazing work. Um, so Megan, thank you so much for being my first guest on the My Three Picks podcast. It was it was great to talk to you today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And that's it. Episode one of the My Three Picks podcast is in the bag. I want to thank Megan uh, Wozniak again for being my first guest on the show and uh, sharing her thoughts with us. It was great. Um, if you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe to this podcast wherever you download your podcast from. Um, also, if you've got ideas for future shows or if you want to be a guest yourself, you can always get in touch with me via Instagram uh, or directly emailing me through this site. And I'll leave the details uh, in the notes section of this podcast so you can do that. And I don't have to read them out to you right now because no one listens to that. I'll catch up with you on the next episode of the show. Take care.